Hello and welcome to Cage Club. Two fans, 83 movies, one cage. This is episode 87, Inconceivable, from 2017. I'm Mike Manzi. And I'm Joey Lewandowski, and I was wondering, I didn't even think about it until you were just introing it, how many Princess Bride <laughs> personations we're going to have, but I mean, maybe it's just that one, because I could, I could hear you as you were saying it. You sort of went into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But then sort of, like, <laughs> dashed right out of it. So yep. maybe we'll come back to it. Who knows? With us today, special guest. Again, he was just on Keanu Club. We said the same thing about it there. Shocking that it took this long to get him on here. Again, shocking that it's taken this long to get him on Cage Club. But really, truly, I cannot think of a better Cage movie <laughs> for my Zack Attack co-host, Joe 2, to talk about than Inconceivable. Hello, Joe. What's up, guys? Oh, man, I'm so stoked for this. I knew that we wanted to put you on a Cage Club podcast, and I think... I don't remember if I read the synopsis about this or just saw the movie and the poster. Whatever it was... The poster sold me. There was a twinkle in this movie's eye where I was like, (laughs) oh, this has to be one that Joe is on. Because right off, like, from the jump, this is a slightly higher-budget Lifetime movie. It's exactly what it is, yeah. Do look at the poster, dude. The poster is her holding a knife. Yep. And then both of them just, like, in, like, the lifetime filter. Like, if there, yes. was a, if there was a filter, like, if you could describe this filter on Instagram, it would just be called Lifetime Movie. Yeah. Well, really, the only thing that separates it is, like, the brief nudity, pretty much. Yeah. Otherwise, you cut that and out. And some language could... and some okay, violence. Yeah. Like, it, it's basically the violence everything you want a Lifetime Movie to be. Yeah. Like, right. like yeah. it's sort of like how you watch Twin Peaks from the early 90s, and you're like, okay, like, this is really cool and really good. <laughs> But I know David Lynch wants to do something more. And then you see Fire Walk With Me or you see the new ones, you're like, yeah. Like, even if like, the story's not what you want, it's like, this is the uncut vision. Like, here, <laughs> you have, like, a Lifetime movie, and then you have, like, yeah, like, this is the uncut Lifetime shit. Yep. Yeah, it's so, like, speaking of 90s, this almost feels like a made-for-showtime kind oh, of thing. Oh, yes. Like yes. a Skinamax-type mm-hmm. territory. Yeah. The important thing to note is that the two leading ladies... So the only criticism mm-hmm. I have of this entire movie, which is nearly flawless... <laughs> which is unbelievable. That, like, your sincerity about that comment. Oh, God, it's so good. Like, this is a movie... <laughs> I like, on Letterboxd... I'm, I'm all over the place because I'm so excited to talk about this movie. On Letterboxd, my bio is, to me, there's a really fine line between one star and five stars like a movie can be so bad but then if it's if it turns the corner or if it like really commits to how crazy it is it's gonna go from one to five and like i had it for one for a while and then man this (laughs) this ending happens i was like there's no way there's no way i can call this a one-star movie because it's everything i want (laughs) except i would like more cage yeah so that's that's pretty much the main problem right here is this isn't a cage movie no. When you come down to it's it, not. you know, it's like a Gina Gershon movie for some, like, that was super unexpected. Like, Cage is in it a lot, but, like, he does nothing and is of really no consequence until, like, the last 10 minutes. So that was bad. But <laughs> if you could get over that, then, yeah, settle in for, like, one of those crazy sort of hand that rocks the cradle type movies. There was even one that came out this year with, like, Rosario Dawson, right? Where, like, yeah. some mother wanted her kids oh, back. Oh, unforgivable. In her life. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, I'm dude, I'm. I'm blue-balled so hard waiting to see this movie. Oh, I know. That's what I thought of, too. As soon as I saw this, I was like, yes, this is going to be just, like, unforgivable. These are my favorite kind of movies. Like Cage, so Cage sort of is not in the middle third of the movie. He's no. pretty much on screen the entire first half hour, but, like, his role in this is to just sort of be not, like, an absent father, but, like, just oblivious to the world around him. He's a doctor in this movie, which is bananas, Mm -hmm. because we never see either of them at work. The closest thing we see to her at work (laughs) is she's in scrubs at the hospital, Mm -hmm. 
but not working, yeah. just dropping off DNA samples, which we are going to get into in a big way later. Yeah, no, this movie takes place in a rented mansion, yeah. basically, for the entire movie. Like, it's obviously they rented it just to, to make this film. And yeah, like the movie opens with Cage taking a jog. Yep, I thought it was the runner, too. I was like, yes. Yeah, and then you're like, he's a doctor, okay, where's this going? And then he's like, off to work, and you don't <laughs> see him for like 15 yeah. minutes. So, so my question at the beginning was that they're in bed, he, he's married to Gina Gershon, and the important thing to note is Gina Gershon back 20 years after Face Off. She was Caster Troy's uh, lover. They had the love child, and she also had the incestuous relationship with her own brother, I believe. So she's back from that, and Nikki Whelan is back from being the stewardess that broke up Cage's marriage in Left Behind. And <laughs> okay. she was also in Doggy Dog, but I don't remember what she was in Doggy Dog, but I was like, oh, Nikki Whelan, like, break up a second marriage, please. <laughs> she's horrible. Sorry. Just oh, no, she's, no, she's so <laughs> good. Is she Dr. Mom? Is she Dr. Mom? No, she's the brunette and blonde. Okay. Yeah. Crazy Mom. You have Crazy Mom and Dr. Mom is what I was yes, referring to. Yes, the donor, I called her. The well, there's movie. mom of all donor. three children. We're gonna, oh, man, we're going to... I think this is going to be a really <laughs> long podcast because I'm so there's happy the, about there's this There's the titular woman who's like... It's, the title is named after the actual inconceivable woman. <laughs> yes, Dr. Mom. <laughs> you know? Dr. Mom. Yeah, this movie is called Inconceivable because she cannot have babies. I didn't catch this double entendre for like 15 minutes into the movie. I really didn't. Like, because I kept forgetting the name of the movie. And then, like, I paused it for a second. It was like inconceivable. I was like, oh, that's what this is about. <laughs> it feels sort of like in poor taste to a degree, but oh, I also no, don't really care. Oh, <laughs> no, 100%. No, This is a shitty movie. Like, it needed a title. Like, I couldn't have come up with a better title. We play the title game on Zack Attack. Yeah. This is the best title I could have come up with for this yeah, movie. If, if, if this was Fire Ass Titles, this would be... Like, it, it's, it's what it is. It's, it's like, this is... Yeah. yeah, but really early in the movie, Gina Gershon is laying in bed with Cage, and they're calling each other Doctor, and I'm like, are these just pet names for each other? Yeah, they both me too. actually doctors? <laughs> and then we, we never really get confirmation. I assume Cage is a doctor, but like, we he never is. see him at work. Well, what kind of doctor? <laughs> yeah, we don't know if he's a surgeon, if he's like a... He's just you know, a doctor, like a guys. Don't doctor. read into it too much. <laughs> Jesus. It's not how these movies work. <laughs> it would have been nice if like, he... We found out he was a surgeon in the beginning of the film, and at the end, when someone gets stabbed or shot, like he's there on the scene, and you're like, "Oh, he's Doctor Cage!" Like, he's yeah, he's a shitty doctor. He doesn't nothing. even do anything to help them. He calls the ambulance. Like, you're a fucking doctor. Okay, yeah. That's why I think he's like a psychiatrist or something. He might Me? be. No, I don't. Maybe. But I think even they have some kind of basic level of like EMT training. Yeah, you went to med- if you're if you're a psychiatrist, you went to med school, right? I think so. A psychologist is the one that didn't go to med school. So maybe he's a psychologist. But and then in that case, he should have told. He should have been able to, you know, tell that the she crazy was lady was infiltrating. Yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe it's an honorary doctorate, and he has nothing to do with the medical field. <laughs> maybe he's like he he's like a doctor of film or something, and she just <laughs> refers to him as doctor. Yeah, he got his PhD in in like animal studies or something. Because all we know about him is that this is the closest he's ever been to James Dean. He's oh, got his yeah. hair back, amazing. Died. Leather jacket. So died. So died leather jacket on a bicycle, like on a motorcycle, which we never see move. Like I'm guess I guess that like it was either in his contract or like the insurance or whatever. But they're like, we're there's no way we're letting Nicholas Cage. What's kind of funny about that is you see Gina Gershon like pull up to her house like four or five times in this <laughs> yeah. movie, like, yeah. and get out and go to the front door, and you're like, okay, she did that. So let's start at the very beginning. I have five pages of notes, so we're That's gonna be fine. here a while. That's fine. All right. 
the movie starts with a brunette and she's holding a baby and she's like we got to get away from daddy and i'm like oh boy please tell me that daddy is cage yes she's scrambling out of the house and the guy walks in it's not cage they sort of tussle in the kitchen and she stabs him yeah he Mm -hmm. grabs her by the throat yeah right it's sort of played to imply that she's escaping an abusive yeah, husband right with her baby. exactly which is which is the story that she keeps throughout the movie but then you wonder if something's deeper there it's hard to tell who that is like it's not gina gershon you sort of i guess assume it's nikki whelan but you don't know for sure because later in the movie when she shows up again she's blonde she's got bright blue eyes she's got blue eyes that zach efron would be jealous of yeah i don't think the film's hiding the fact that this is the girl hiding that's what my question was because i was like okay. is this supposed to be a secret and then like 15 minutes in she has like a <laughs> yes. ptsd flashback when they're in the kitchen and like we're like oh okay definitely confirmed 100 percent same woman i just had like a revelation did you guys catch this before is she in the house that she killed the woman from that's not like her relationship i don't that's think the so. husband of the dude that yes that's what this is i just realized it the ki- the chick that she kills in the bathtub this is that house and, and that's why she's so spooked that the dude comes home oh i thought she just saw the knife no i don't think so joe i don't think this is the same house because we I feel like I it is because I mean, she calls the, that's daddy of the baby and she had just killed him we need to check and see the clothes so here's a question. So you're not saying that the, the rented mansion is the same house. You're saying that when we get the flashback toward the end where she kills the woman in the bathtub and steals the baby, yes. that that's yes. the same time yes. as when she kills yes. the guy. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. We learn the rest of the flashback, basically. We, we, okay, so oh, that's all the same time. Time. These are two different things, because I was thinking there were two different things throughout the movie until right now. No, yeah, they're related. That Those are the parents. Oh. Yeah, see, she, comes, the she grabs the baby, the she comes downstairs, the husband walks in of the woman that she just murdered, and that's oh. why this goes down. Yep. See, you didn't know it either. Yeah. No. Oh, you guys didn't... I mean, I thought it was... I mean, not obvious, but, like, I thought they no, were No, I was so of... consumed by everything else no. going on in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I that, thought... Like... Okay. I was actually following it, because I was like, <laughs> if, if, if not for anything, this movie kept me guessing. You know, yeah. I will give it that. And then I was having to sort of put the stupid pieces together. Okay, so in the world of this movie, she's never had a relationship with a man. No. This is a fake, made-up, abusive relationship. Just discovered this when we were talking. Which fits right. in with the narrative that we see, but it's not actually the truth. Yes. Wow. Correct. Yeah, like, because, you know, her M.O. turns out to be that she is a donor. She's like an anonymous donor for women who, you know, can't get pregnant <laughs> like herself. And and she checks up on these women, and if they're not raising her egg right, like, she murders them and takes the kid back. And so, like, this is the second, second time yeah. she's going to do that. Oh yeah, God. she tracks, I guess she tracks down G- Gina Gershon after killing the first parents and, like, you know, taking that daughter and raising her. She took her a little like bit of sabbatical, too. She, like, she spent about four years in hiding. Yeah. And then she comes after the second one. But she had all their addresses, so, like, I don't know how the fuck it took her so long to find the next Whatever. But, yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, my God. But I love that MO. Like, I, I think, like, if this was only in sort of better hands, it might have worked, like, really well in a mainstream film for that to be a big reveal of the killer. I just Why feel are like you making this sound like this didn't work very well? <laughs> <laughs> Well, because, I mean, look, I mean, it works for us, but it's clearly, you know, lower quality than I would like. I sure. Mean, like we were talking about, it's Lifetime. Sure. You know, for for that level, yeah, it's a lot of fun. and Be a snob. I will, I guess. I mean, I'm still a little bitter that Cage is just sort of like 
in the peripheral of That's this fine. entire film. So getting past that is going to be hard for me. It's okay. I mean, if this if we were only going to talk about his performance, this would be like a three-minute episode, I feel. But I'm more than happy to indulge in the rest of this lunacy. So I think I want to share... What are you going to do? You going you gonna to keep going with the movie, or are we going to sidestep? No, we're going to sidestep for a second. Oh, damn. Okay, because I have a really good point when we get back to the movie. This movie was directed by this guy, Jonathan Baker, who I don't know who he is. He directed something in 1989 called Dirty Tennis, which is a hmm. great comedy about how to win at tennis by playing dirty, which was starring at the time Nicolette Sheridan, who would go on to be oh. Desperate Housewives, I think, right? Oh. And also Caitlyn Jenner, back then what? Bruce Jenner. So this is the only thing this guy has ever directed. Flash forward, fast forward to 2017, actually to 2016, a little actress named Lindsay Lohan goes to Sundance and announces this film and says she's going to produce it and star in it. This film? In this movie? This movie. Inconceivable. Oh my god, that could definitely have been been amazing in this. I know. Then this movie encounters all sorts of issues by the time the movie was originally supposed to come out they hadn't even finished pre-production <laughs> so they hadn't even started shooting the movie where yet. are we at in Lindsay lohan's life in this timeline is what i have this is a year or two pretty, ago pretty, this is recent yeah so this is still it's, pretty bad yeah. i don't know what i don't know what her status is right this is now. when she's like go okay so like this is when she sort of created this like what she called like her world accent where she's like oh yeah the wacky <laughs> amalgamation of every accent around the world and That's she talks right. like a really weirdo yeah well, like, I don't know if you caught it, but there's there were two Zac Efron movies out of, like, a span of three that Lindsay Lohan was supposed to star across from him. Mm-hmm. Insurance on both movies were like, eh, we can't do it. Yeah. Like, there's the boating movie, <laughs> wow. Charlie St. Cloud, and then one other one. But this was in, like, the, this was in the pinnacle of, like, wrecking cars, Lindsay Lohan. This isn't, right. like, this is like, world action yeah. Lindsay Lohan. This is, like, before that. Like, this is, like, yeah, like, five, ten years ago. Okay, okay. This is a year or two ago. Then last September... The director, Jonathan Baker, tweeted, Lindsay Lohan, I fought for her to the very end. Sadly, the studio has the final say, and they just did not want to go in that direction. So Hmm. I love this world where Lindsay Lohan announces this movie. The director's like, fuck yeah, I'm on board. Lindsay Lohan has this crazy killer. And then the studio's like, no, you're going to cast Nikki Whelan instead. (laughs) Oh, man. It's too bad because, like, that's that's the central role, right? Like, it's almost like a trick film where it's like a reverse psycho where half, like, almost halfway through, you're like, wait, the main character is, like, kind of this interloping woman who's the villain. And it's kind of neat that way. And if we had Lindsay Lohan, like, all the baggage she was carrying with her, like, in personal life would have translated great to this role. And just to see, like, you know, no offense, but to see, like, a crazy person like play or like a crazy person would be yep. really authentic and it like been incredible it would have elevated this especially across from Gershon inconceivably good <laughs> is how good it been. so I wanted to drop that in here so I because I do think Nikki Whelan plays this crazy part great but I would have mm. loved a return to form for Lindsay Lohan in something other than like I know who killed me or what was that movie directed by Brett Easton Ellis, the one with James Dean, the porn star? Oh, written by Ellis, but directed by uh, Paul Schrader. Yeah, what uh, was that movie called? The Canyons. Right, right, right. I want, like, because she was at one point, like, she's great in Mean Girls. She's yeah. really good in things. I want yeah. her back, and, like, this could have, imagine Lindsay Lohan and Cage acting like, oh, like, yell, oh man, I'm so upset weird. that we didn't get that. But, still, that said, I think Nikki Whelan's great in this. Yeah. Mm. I, she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know how you could be know. any better in terms of the crazy. I guess it helps, right, that she's not going to win any Oscars for this. Like, I, I feel like she's just... I don't know. I feel like Gina Gershon understands what movie she's in. Like, I buy her... I don't feel like she's Wait, you don't think Nikki Whelan knows what movie she's in? I think she's embracing the crazy. Yeah, yeah. She's I mean, full, no, she's not that she's not embracing time. it. I don't know. I just get a different vibe off her, like... She's not trying to hide like that. She's crazy to anybody, really, and I don't right. know. I, it's just my hang-up. Like, but that's I, the. I feel bad for Gina Gershon. I don't feel bad for Nikki Whelan because Nikki Whelan's like, yeah. I'm gonna own this. Yeah, I'm gonna make this the best possible situation I can right now. No, I think it's fine for the character. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love the character. I just, I don't, I don't like the way she's playing. I think she's being, she's giving too much away. Like, I don't see. That's why I don't see how like Cage and Gershon are picking up on that she's in. Your right problem bat, with this I'm whole like... movie is that you don't watch enough <laughs> Lifetime movies. <laughs> or you don't it's, talk to Joe enough. Yeah. And, like, get a real really. sense of, like, what movies really should be. Yes, yes. <laughs> How we should judge the Oscars. Genuinely, along with The Book of Henry, this has been one of my favorite movies to see this year. Like, I, I know yeah. it's bad, but it's so much goddamn fun. You just turn your brain off. You don't have to, like, worry about anything in this movie. It just fucking, you know what's gonna happen, and then it takes you on some weird twist, but it brings you right back to what the fuck you thought was gonna happen. Yeah, I love it. I love everything So many it. of my notes are in all capital letters, and they're just like, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, what is, what is happening? <laughs> like, okay, so here's one moment I liked, just to get on, you know, your guys' better side. Okay. Here. Let's get back on the, on the bright side. So, like we mentioned, 15 minutes into this movie, she has, like, this flashback, and and it's sort of like, oh, they're telling us that this is definitely the girl from the beginning. Okay, right, I yes. almost mm-hmm. felt like they would save that to the end in any other movie. Yeah, right? right, but like, which, which like, is okay, why, like, this movie works. is like, I'm so crazy that we're going <laughs> to save this big, re- we're going to just drop this big reveal yeah. 15 minutes in. Okay, so then, like, maybe a half hour or 40 minutes in after she, we find out that she's sleeping with the, like, aerobics instructor. Oh, friend. God, Mommy we're going to get that right? right? way, too. <laughs> this scene. Mommy is my favorite scene in the whole movie. So she's like yes. meets her out in the water and she tells her like <laughs> the entire rest of the movie. Yeah. And she's like, that's really my baby Gina Gershon has. I'm the donor, this and that. Like I'm this, like yep. it belongs to me. And the girl's like, that's impossible. And I'm sitting there going, this is impossible. There's no <laughs> way they're going to prove this from throughout the rest of the movie. Would and you say it's impossible or? I would say it's inconceivable. <laughs> What's even more inconceivable is the movie actually works that shit out by the yeah. end yes. and, like, proves it. I'm the donor. What? They're my eggs. They're my babies. No, that's impossible. Cora's mine. And the baby that they want you to carry is mine, too. You have a baby. Maddie. From my egg, but I didn't carry her. The lady in Maine did. She said she wanted a baby more than anything, but she lied. And I had to take her back. They let you take their baby? No. Are you planning on taking Cora too? Angela said that she would never go back to work. If I wasn't there, who would be taking care of Cora? A complete stranger. Maybe you need help. No. I'm sorry, Linda. But 
you don't even say number one Wait, in this scene. You're skimming over a beach. lot of the scene. Oh though. no, we're we're going. Oh, no, we're going back to the beginning okay, of the movie okay, good, too, because we're not we're not jumping to like you know half an hour in. No. But in this scene, we find out that both of these women know everything about Gina Gershon's reproductive system, <laughs> yeah. like her history, the fact yeah. that she's pregnant. Cage doesn't even know that she has a miscarriage. I don't think he ever finds out in this movie. Oh, that's so weird. No, I think they, they talk about it. They talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no, they do the, the new minute, one? going back to work so soon after it. Yeah. Okay. They, they do literally, the, they have like half a scene between the two scenes in which she gets pregnant and has her miscarriage. Yes. Like it's, it's like back-to-back scenes when that happens, like oh, the yeah. balls of this movie. Later in that scene on the beach, the scuba diver girl goes underwater and then comes up. All of a sudden, Nikki Whelan is in her underwear, not a bathing suit, in her underwear. underwear She's looking hot, In the too. water, in the dirty, dirty water, shivering. Mm-hmm. The trainer is like, what are you doing? You're going to get sick and die. Or, or you're going to get sick. You're going you know, you're, to you're freeze. Nikki Whelan grabs a free weight. She has she has a 25-pound barbell. That she was She's just hiding it under the water. Under and the clocks water. the trainer <laughs> in the temple and kills her. Yeah. Like, why, though? (laughs) This is a movie in which Nikki Whelan kills multiple people and steals multiple children. Yeah. But she's, like, covering up a crime that she just admitted to for no reason. You know, like, she No, 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 no. She has to to stop her from getting the... She has to stop her from being the surrogate. The trainer's gonna be the surrogate. Right, she wants to be the surrogate instead of the WWE wrestler, right? Because that's who that... Girl oh, is he? Yeah, she's, she's a diva, I think, one of the WWE she's wrestling. Really she's very yeah, and she's pretty good. She's seemed okay, and but okay, so that's the thing. She wants to be the surrogate for Gershon's new baby now, yes, because right. she won't carry herself. Okay, and so she's gonna murder her new lover, but not in, not before giving like a James Bond villainy like esque sort of reveal about the rest of her plan for the audience. Yes. What's amazing though is the way that they're all introduced. Is I don't even know. There's so many things that happen in this movie. I don't even know what like they just like have a girls' night, and it's like the three of them. Before that, you're missing a key point of this. When Nick Cage is describing Purple Rain for no fucking reason, can we just go back that? Can, mm-hmm. can we start back there. I was gonna come back to that at the end, but yeah, in the very. So this is five minutes into the movie that there's this line where this is the motorcycle <laughs> from nowhere. Scene. From from nowhere, he walks well, well, out of the Purple's house and favorite... he's like talking about Purple Rain. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, purple is his favorite color. Mike Mike is right that like the actor Nicholas Cage's oh, favorite. Really? Actor, favorite color is purple. Yeah, so I feel like he snuck that in because he has zero dialogue for the rest of the movie. For me, mm-hmm. Purple Rain is actually a song about fatherhood. Really? Like when he says, I never wanted to be your weekend lover, like single fathers who don't get to see their kids as often and they wanted more than that, you know? Thank God I'm not a single father. I think he had a lot of girlfriends uh, and stuff, didn't he? Was well, I don't know, that's how I see this. We're so trusting. Right. <laughs> that's how we roll. Yes. Every day. I think this is it accomplishes sort of two things. I think number one, the director's probably like, just, you know, like act like you're finishing up a conversation as you carry your kids to the car. But number two, I was like, oh, this movie really wants to be Reservoir Dogs. Where like all I could think about was, you know, like a virgin is about, you know, John Holmes motherfucker. Uh, no, I didn't even get that. It's so corny, it's not even relatable to Yeah, me. I just thought it was exa- yeah, I just was like, Oh man, like here's another movie that's like gonna use a song as a metaphor or explain. No, a song I didn't even 
even think it was I mean, like, we just did it in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. You know, Ego's talking to his son, and he's like, oh, that song. And he's like, that's us. This song's about us. I was like, oh, man, like, even this movie is going to sneak in a scene like that. Except it doesn't. No, he just wants to talk about Purple Rain for a minute. Yeah, It's just a conversation. (laughs) Yeah. It's so good. I want want to be that cool that you just, like, somebody's like, you know what? Pretend like you're having a conversation. You're like, Purple Rain reminds me of fatherless children. And you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Well, that's what's crazy about this movie is, like, it teases a full scene, but will stop sort of, like, at the beginning or halfway through a scene. So, like, there's there's the moment when Cage is, like, going and looking out his balcony and sees the girl swimming naked. Right. And the girl just, like, swims towards the camera and the scene fades to black and it's the next day. You know? So it, like, teases all these, like, great moments that are about to happen and then they just don't. I thought they banged right there. So here's what happens. So Cage goes off to work on his motorcycle, but we don't see him drive the motorcycle. While he's at work, I guess Gina Gershon's not at work because then she meets up with the trainer and introduces, like, she meets... Mommy and me. Nikki Whelan, right? Because they're at... Yeah. I think it's Mommy and me. Yeah, they're at Mommy and me. That's it, yeah. She's gabbing about, oh, Mommy and me is my business and this and that. Oh, right, 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 because they're going to open the new branch or whatever at the gym. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nikki Whelan had just moved to town with her kid. And she's taking creepy pictures of both daughters, and she's like, I'm going to steal your daughter's soul. And that was kind of weird. Yeah. That was a great introduction line for yeah. Gina Gershon. Yeah. It's so like, good. Um, then, somehow, they all decide to, like, hang out and, like, drink wine and watch a movie. Wait, but don't don't they ask, like, oh, what do you do for a living? And she goes, oh, I paint houses. And then she goes... No, no, no. That's not special. what she said. No, it's, it's, it's weirder and more specific than that. Do I have it written down? No, I'm not done, though. She goes, doesn't she also say, like, my specialty is interiors? Yes, she does. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's it. I thought I thought it was something more. It takes like a team of guys to paint a like men and women, but like one person doesn't just go and like tackle a whole house on well, their own. Well, she clearly meant murals, not like a whole house. I know, but because <laughs> that comes <laughs> no, back, that's like an important plot point later. Yeah, it is, but like, why don't you just say I paint murals? Like I'm an artist. Yeah, I'm an artist. Like I'm a I'm a house painter. Well, she uh, was trying to be so humble. Crazy. I mean, this is your first meeting of someone. You're not gonna whip your dick out as soon as you see them. Like you just play it cool. I paint houses, murals, and shit. You know. Because that whole no, because that whole conversation was weird. Because I think like really awkwardly, Nikki Whelan's like, I'm single, and then she says some job, and then she's like, she says something like, you know, oh, I don't do much or whatever. Then she's like, oh, then I paint houses, mostly interiors. Like it's just it's this weird like string of lies but it's the truth like it's weird like it sounds like she's covering things up but she's actually an artist yeah it's like half truths right she actually admits that there was a like an abusive incident or something like she doesn't deny any questions but she doesn't come outright and say like it was her husband or you know like she kind of lets people assume things about her that she wants them to and they all go back to watch a movie and cage comes home from work and the three (laughs) women are asleep on the couch by the way if i came home and there's fucking three hotties sleeping on my couch i really thought that was going to form into an orgy i really did because that's like he like looks at them and he's like oh what what was the movie is setting up that nikki whelan is gonna fuck cage and like break up the marriage and that never even comes close to happening oh so upset so upset about that cage says who's that because he knows the trainer but he says who's that and gina gershon says oh that's katie my play date yeah same this is why i thought this was gonna get sexual really fast i was like oh damn he's in love with her immediately (laughs) yeah i mean i think he's like kind of infatuated with her i i don't know if he's got time for anything really being a doctor (laughs) that's all he does yeah like he's never home it's like okay whatever you want honey like let's do it all he really wants to 
have is more kids, I feel. And his huge fucking house. Yeah. His house is too big. Like, it's comically... <laughs> it is, like, the funniest thing for me about this movie, just how comically large this mansion is for two people. We don't see any of the house. No, we see a bedroom and the lobby. And, and maybe the, the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. yeah. And the living room and that one scene where everybody's asleep. Yeah. And, yeah, we never go upstairs into bedrooms because the people who live here don't want any equipment upstairs messing things around. Like, there's yeah. no personal pictures on the wall. Like, there's no, like, personal touch at all. It's, it's just, like, yep. insane It's to me. big enough of a house to have a whole separate guest house where Nikki Whelan almost immediately moves into. Yes, she moves mm-hmm. in immediately. This is, like, what, 15 minutes into the movie? Well, before that, they go to sleep, and I guess Nikki Whelan sleeps over because, like, they don't have a house, I guess? Like, I don't know where they're, they're staying. They're in the motel. They're in the motel. That was the whole point. They're in the motel, and she's explaining how they sort of are homeless a little bit. They go job to job, and then they move town to town. And so they stay over. Cage and Gina Gershon are woken up the next day to their daughter screaming, like, bloody murder. And then they walk downstairs, and the daughter is just sitting there with the other kid, with Nikki Whelan's daughter, and they're just making breakfast. And it's like, oh, okay. You're like, oh my god, this woman's perfect. She's beautiful. She can cook. She's a painter. Like, she paints, yep. like, she's, like, face painting a couple scenes she's later. Nuts. It's like, it's, it's like this girl's woman. total package. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's crazy... And, like, I guess it goes with the character, but, what I mean, what, what's nuts is how, like, she is here to make sure Gina Gershon is raising that daughter well, you know? And so right. she becomes friends with her, she moves into her house, she starts, like, hanging around. But it gets to the point where Gina Gershon's like, I trust this girl so much, I'm going to go back to work and leave my daughter with her. It's something any sane parent would do and not think you know anything wrong about but this is like sort of i guess the trap that she's setting is like i'm gonna make her feel secure enough to leave her child and then i'm gonna turn that around and make her feel like a bad mother for abandoning her yeah like it's just so strange like she's just like a black widow like with this web that's so intricate it's just Which like so nut awesome. bar. yeah well because <laughs> we find out like the twist of the movie is that Nikki Whelan at one point in her life was so strapped for cash that she kept harvesting her eggs and getting yes. paid lots of money for it. Yes. And then at some point, she got like an infection in her uterus or her ovaries or whatever, and the doctor is like, there's no more eggs left. Like, these are the last three eggs or something like that. Yeah. And <laughs> she three freaks eggs out. So what we find out, these eggs, like, she might have more kids. Like, that's the movie I want to see. Like, she probably has like way yeah, more I hope kids that there's to a find. Second one of these. I really hope that there's a second one. Well, that's why I wish she had like a kid, uh, two or three kids with her now, like a, like a two-year-old, oh, a four-year-old, yeah. and a six-year-old, yeah. and then she was coming to collect like another kid or something. Because we find out that the kid that Gina Gershon and Cage had, this is all sort of like throughout the movie we learn this, but like the egg was from Nikki Whelan, but they don't know that. Right. And so it's Cage's sperm and, you know, the, the egg, and they, but, but Gina Gershon like had the baby. Yeah. Like she like, you know, she went through the, like she was actually impregnated. We yeah. also find out that the kid that Nikki Whelan begins the movie with that she steals from the woman is another egg that she that this other woman took and got impregnated with and then Nikki Whelan becomes the surrogate in this movie so now she's now had she has three daughters and only one of them, not maybe not a daughter no no, it's a boy it's a a boy boy, but she has three kids and this is the only the first one that she will keep but like her plan sort of goes from being like making sure that the kid is raised right to maybe stealing the kids then i feel like at some point her plan is to gaslight gina gershon and make her think she's crazy and then like marry cage yeah she, she definitely wants mm-hmm. cage by the end yeah 
I agree. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. She's just trying to like I mean, take her life, like take her place in in this world. My head is spinning. Like <laughs> as you were talking, I I had like two things nailed down I wanted to say, but now they're just like jumbled into. That's nonsense. as simple as I can explain it too. <laughs> yeah, it is. My God. So then we also in the movie find out that Faye Dunaway. Oh, Cage's mom in this yeah. legendary. So I I like. In all these She's movies awesome. that we're seeing, right? Like, we have some pretty amazing parents for yeah. Nicolas Cage. We have Faye Dunaway in this. And then back in The Trust, we have Jerry Lewis. So, like, we've got, oh, like, yeah. great oh, actors for his parents. Michael Caine played his dad in Michael Caine. I'm like, why is she in this movie? Like, there's no reason for her to be in this movie. Like, she... No. She... I don't know. She must be related to the director somehow or something. Also, she's a professional hater in this movie, which is awesome. She's just like, I don't trust that bitch. Like, from the get. Right. But then, later in the movie, like, she does trust her, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, she hates the daughter-in-law so much that she just, like, jumps sides. She flip-flops to the other side. There's just no time for her. She needed to die halfway through. Like, she is the obvious character where she's first coming on to like yeah no the the, the grandma Cage yeah Nikki really needed yeah. to kill her like yeah. Faye Dunaway needed to get slashed in this at one, you know and Ooh, that is that would have been like you know a huge thing for Gershon to then a couple more murders in this go crazy yeah I mean I thought I mean it's a, it's remarkable to me that the body count in this is bigger than in like Knock Knock which we reviewed right. earlier for Keanu Club like it's that is part of what I really liked about it is that yeah it was starting to go full tilt like horror and then it would divert into like another sort of weird thriller category and then another weird <laughs> yeah. thriller type of movie <laughs> yep. it just couldn't stay like on track but I guess the schizophrenic nature is part of its charm to be totally fair the body count in this movie is way higher than I thought it was going to be same mm-hmm. I just I, I, yeah. I totally agree that I how want how many does more. she actually kill I think it was only two I think it's three right she drowns the one in the tub kills that person stabs that person's husband and then right. does the weight to the face yes. of yeah. the girl. Yeah. And we also think that she almost there's, just, there's almost a fourth, which we'll get to at the end. Because yeah. I still don't understand the ending, but I love the ending. Oh, well, I can talk about it with you. <laughs> so Faye Dunaway is like a really protective mother of Cage, hates Gina Gershon, but also really hates Nikki Whelan. And like, she's the only one who sees through the bullshit and is just like, wait, so you just found like a stripe. But like, she casts it in a way that like, yeah, this is a bad idea, but it's 100% Gina Gershon's fault. Because she's like, you just found a runaway and you decide to, like, let her move in and, like, raise your kids. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. I mean, like, he's just like, yeah, like, they're best friends. I'm like, wait, 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 (laughs) best friends? Like, I think that's, like, the exact words. Like, how are they best friends? Although this movie does have a couple scenes in a row when when Nikki Whelan's pregnant where, like, from scene to scene, I don't know, three months pass? Yeah. Right. She goes from, like, barely knocked up to, like, where, like, she's in a bikini, you can barely see she's pregnant, to, like, five or six months pregnant, like, invisible belly, to, like, about to give birth. And, like, that's in, like, three minutes. It's like, what what is happening? And that brings up a lot of questions about the timeline of this movie prior to her becoming the surrogate. Like, how long was she staying in the guest house? Like, how long was she having that affair with the trainer? You know, like, was there possible, like, her and Cage, maybe they did fool around? You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't see any of that, but we don't know necessarily how much time has been jumping around, especially when it's made clear later during her pregnancy that we're just going to skip half of that pregnancy and just like jump to the end of it. And it's like so much could have been conveyed over that time. Just give us a montage or something. Time is a flat circle. (laughs) We, oh God. So there's a line that I wrote down. I don't remember who she's talking to. I think... I think she's telling her history to Nikki Whelan, because this is still on the first page of my notes. And she says, 
You want to know my secret? This is a quote. You want to know my secret? I'm lousy at making babies. I was yes. like, oh, okay. Very open and honest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, please let Cage knock up Nikki Whelan, which essentially happens medically, not, you know, in bed. We find out, that's when we find out that they got an egg donor. She got really sick. She self-medicated. She, like, had this stint in, like, a mental institution, like a rehab facility. Yeah. You know, this whole movie, this thread <laughs> of Gina Gershon being mm-hmm. a pill-popping abuser leads to, later in the movie, Cage demanding a urine sample of his wife. Yeah. Which is, I'm surprised it took us 83 movies to get the cage (laughs) demanding a urine sample from someone, but I was like, oh my god, I want this so much. Yeah, and she gives it to him, which is even funnier. (laughs) Yeah, because she's got nothing to hide. What what blows my mind is of all the threads, it's her pills that come back later. Like, she's going to get them crushed up in her carrot juice and dosed and, like, fall asleep on the side of the road to no consequence whatsoever. (laughs) Just wake up, like, two hours later and drive home, like, to a surprise party where Cage has a, like, again, like a, a tease of an outburst where he starts to, like, get into this big epic rage and then like the scene just fucking ends (laughs) yeah it's just so strange that that is the main weapon that's going to be used against her to discredit her and like people are going to think she's crazy because she had this past and it's like one slip up that she never even slipped up but that's going to be used against her like in this movie's defense it throws all sorts of shit at the wall and somehow manages to like come back on most of it like i don't know like not necessarily like in great ways but like there's not a lot of threads that they introduce that they don't pay off, which is astounding considering how many things happen in this movie. Yeah, the main thing to me that I was challenging this thing to was that speech in the water before she clubs the girl with the weight, and it's like, that better happen, (laughs) you know, and by the end of this movie, like, there better be, like, enough sort of, like, crappy logic to prove what she's talking about, and again, like, I can't believe, like, they actually fit those pieces together where all I cared about, and and that's what happened. I also don't quite understand the ending exactly. Oh, I can talk it out with you guys. But we'll get there. Well, I also want to say quickly, as an interruption, this is also a movie, in that scene where she explains her whole plan, leads to a scene where Gina Gershon is Googling surrogate mothers who take back their babies like she's like you <laughs> see her on the laptop like oh I my god that. is this a thing oh it's so good she does like a couple google searches i feel like that might be from the guest house or like she's watching over her shoulder and then she falls asleep and cage, <laughs> cage walks in no she's not googling that she's googling the house address trying to find her house she googles a lot of things she google okay, okay that's that's a different scene but she does google that but another time when she's googling things and falls asleep and cage walks in he's just like what are you doing here like why why are you sleeping here like he's just like a ghost walking through this movie so gina gershon says that she's lousy at making babies next scene she's pregnant <laughs> next scene she says it's happening again and she has a miscarriage i like to call them spicy pregnancies she had a lot of spicy pregnancies in this <laughs> oh my god that's what well, i was describing this movie to rachel and I, I called them she has a spicy pregnancy she faints baby's gone spicy pregnancy it's after this i think it's pretty much like after she has the miscarriage, and I guess she's, like, in this emotional distress, this is when Nikki Whelan moves in. And Faye Dunaway is like, I can't believe you're doing this. Well, she was going to get a job in Colorado, and she says, no, don't get the job in Colorado. Just come live in the yeah. guest house and be my housekeeper, nanny. Basically live here for free and just take care of the kid. Yeah. Faye Dunaway's like, you're crazy. And then it feels like that night that she moves in, Cage is, like, drinking a drink and looking out his window, and he sees a topless Nikki Whelan taking a dip in the pool. I was not expecting tits, by the way, and I'm so happy we got them. <laughs> Always make 
makes every movie better. I was also doing some amateur internet sleuthing, and I was like, is it, like, I, I would have felt so bad for her if this was, like, her nude debut, but, like, she's been making a whole bunch of other things, so, like, oh, this good. is just, like, par yeah. for the course of Nikki Whelan. Okay, cool. Which also makes it crazy that she was in Left Behind, that she's, like, this, like, mm-hmm. so willing to get naked actress... But for her to get cast in that movie, like, all right. I get, although I guess she does get cast as a sinner, so maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that was earlier in her career, and she did the nudity after that, perhaps. I don't know. We also find out at this point in the movie, this is not necessarily an important plot point, but we find out, I was trying to figure out where this took place, and there's Ohio license plates. Yeah, it kind of okay. looks like Pittsburgh, you're right. I'm from Pittsburgh, it looks a lot like Pittsburgh, but I think it's just like the rivers and the bridges and stuff. Maybe right. It like Pittsburgh to me, at least. But yeah, you're right, Ohio which, license which makes plates. At least two, uh, it makes at least two of the last four Cage movies, along with Dog Eat Dog, take place in Ohio, which is... Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess I guess Ohio must have like Atlanta or New Orleans, you know... Tax breaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It did look familiar from some of the aerial shots, but I couldn't quite place uh, exactly where we were. Gina Gershon comes home from work. We never see either of them at work, but at least we see her come home in work clothes. <laughs> yeah, in scrubs. And yeah. she hears, she doesn't find anybody, and she hears music playing, and goes to the oh, guest yeah. house, and sees Nikki Whelan on top of someone. I instantly thought it was Cage. I thought it was Cage so bad. So does she. It's, yeah, you're supposed yeah. to think it's Cage. Gina Gershon, like, sees her and Nikki Whelan sees that she sees her and like Gina Gershon runs off and like you know after she finishes she goes in and doesn't say who it is yeah but she just says like right. oh no like it's not it's not in the she cage. mentions no she says she were mentions, you worried that it was uh, a, a woman or something yeah she's like were you right. were you she like reveals... surprised that it was a woman mm-hmm. yeah and at that point I was like oh maybe she doesn't want Cage but maybe she's trying to get rid of Cage and wants Gershon and Ooh. like wants do it that way and you know that's where I was going that's what I mean by this movie at least it kept me guessing because it just changes course like every scene yeah it's so wacky that you can't expect what's going to happen this is why I love Lifetime movies like you see it coming but at the same time it could be any possible (laughs) option of the 65 that you're playing out because nothing is inconceivable here were my notes for that scene Gina Gershon comes home can't find anyone music playing in the pool house then in all capital letters please be fucking then I wrote yes they are holy shit I love this movie but was that cage? No, it was a woman. Holy shit, I love all this. So, like, that's sort of my train of thoughts. And, like, that's, like, one of, like, four or five of those kind of, like, I can't control myself while I'm watching this movie. Like, this is a movie, Mike, that if we saw this in theaters, I would have been standing up and applauding because I was just, like, so... Like, this movie would never be in theaters. But, like, it, it just, is in theaters. Is it? it? it it's, it's playing in Manhattan. I oh wasn't going to take, like, the hour drive or anything, but, I mean, it's out there. I mean, we could go on a little field trip if you guys want to. Oh, oh my God. God. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, the, the quote is, oh, you thought it was Brian? Oh, honey, no, never. I love you. Yes. But then you, th- you think that it might still be Cage. I guess she says it's a woman, but, like, you never see who's in bed, which I'm not mm-hmm. sure why you don't. I'm hoping it still was Cage. It's because the very next scene, she's at the beach with the girl that she was sleeping with and goes, she knows we're sleeping together. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it, the, the question, like, the movie only cares that the audience knows the answers. Like, it doesn't really care which character knows the answers at any given time. It's like, I just want the audience True. To, to be aware at this point. Not necessarily Gina Gershon. She can, like, go screw half the movie, basically, and <laughs> she's not going to really like know the full truth anyway but like i don't know why gina gershon just like, didn't run off and then like have nikki whelan roll off and like we could have seen that it was the woman i mean i know that they tell mm-hmm. us the next time but like 
You know what I mean? Like, I, it's just, no, it's just they want you to keep choice. guessing, so there's always a hint in your head that it's still. But keep guessing until the next scene when they reveal it. No, no, like, no, no. Because Joey, it still <laughs> could have been Cage. I still oh, believe it could have been Cage, yeah. even though she said she was banging her too. It still could have been Cage. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like they're trying to play out the rest of that scene from Gina Gershon's point of view of like, oh, she's screwing my husband, and right. even though she comes out and says, oh, that was a girl, this and that, whatever. Like that's the white lie okay. cover up, and Gina Gershon's buying it to make herself feel better. The audience is like, oh, she was fucking Cage. He snuck out the back. Okay. And then the very next scene, it's like, oh, no, she wasn't. No, I still <laughs> like believe telling the after truth. that scene that she was still fucking Cage. Oh, you still yeah, thought? There, okay, there's, no. still, there's still a chance in my head that she fucked Cage at that moment. Because he okay, just saw her naked. On... He just saw her tits. Yeah. They made like this weird, like, he was like, oh, yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, in his head. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I, th- I think he might have fucked her there. I do want to point out that we have not been using the Cage Club approved terminology of mm-hmm. compromising. It's been a while it's been since a while Cage has had sex in the movie, but yeah. Quadruple compromising space. Quadruple I mean it's just been a while since we've done a cage club too I, I know but he was also like not compromising anyone in Arsenal or Army of One like it's you know or Snowden like there's been a lot of movies since like mm-hmm. there's been sexual chemistry between anybody on screen <laughs> yeah but then we get Cage and Gina Gershon starting to compromise but then we cut so they're at home in bed together and then we cut to the beach where the MMA or the WWE or whatever the WWE woman is just jogging on the beach and her tits are bouncing it's like whoa like so we cut from like a really yeah. boring sex scene to like a beautiful woman running on the beach yes and then then that's the whole scene where like they talk Murder, about how they're in yeah. love with each other and then the whole plan and then that's when she murders her the infamous beach scene yeah beach back for an cage movie he's just not on the beach yeah he's not there but it's still very pivotal before Nikki Whelan kills the woman, I don't know. Like, what's the actress's name or what's the character's name? I don't know what character. I don't know any character. No she's just. Movie. She's just. Yeah. Same. I don't know. It might be Kate. <laughs> Nikki Whelan says, "I'm the donor. They're my eggs. They're my babies." And I was like, "Oh yes!" Like that's like Academy Award winning crazy. <laughs> and I had right this. There. I had the same reaction as the girl on screen, which was, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Like, you gotta be crazy, girl. And then, so what's crazy is that she leaves, and then the body washes up to the docks or whatever, yeah. and she's in a different bathing suit. Oh, is she? Oh, I didn't notice that. The one that she was wearing when she died was, was like, like this was like red and black. Yeah, yeah, this red and black thing. And then I remember when she trust. washes up, it's all black. So, I mean, there's a chance oh, of, like... Oh, it was, um, it, was like a, it was like a vest she put on. Yeah, it was like a scuba, like an underwater, like, a, yeah, to keep you warm. Yeah, so it must have come off. It's the same kind... No, what? Oh, maybe. Maybe she took it, she put it on, and then that's how she stayed warm to get back because she was so cold. Yeah, just like in um, Charlie St. Cloud. Exactly. This is such a Zack Attack <laughs> movie. It's amazing. It is. If Zeph was in this, this would be the perfect... Oh, God. We who just, would he if, have played? Oh, God. He would have been the pool boy. They needed to create a role for him. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I guess he could have been like the, the DNA doctor. Yeah. Oh, man. That guy is... Oh, my God. All-time favorite line reads, maybe, <laughs> like for, for a secondary character. Is he somebody's brother? Yeah, it's he like, is. He was, at, he was at the picnic. He was at the 4th of July party. No, I mean the actor. Like, uh, the actor's yeah. got to be there's, like... There's no reason somebody. for him to be an actor yet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, for sure. No. Yeah. Definitely like, not. especially not sitting next to, like, Faye Dunaway going, I'm so glad we do this every eight years, or whatever, <laughs> and, like, everyone just kind of ignores him, and they're like, shut up, whatever, yeah. That's why it's like, so you know believable. He's the idiot brother that nobody cares about. I don't even think, is he the brother? He's just, like, a friend from work. No, I think that's Cage's brother. Oh. Even though they don't say two words to yeah, each other. Yeah, I definitely wow. got a hint that it was it was the brother. But she also works with them, or he also works they're with all them. They're do- all, it's a family of doctors. It's a house of learned <laughs> doctors, Joey. I don't know what you're not understanding about this. And the mom was a doctor, too, because she says some psychology shit at one point, too. 
Because he said he said my mom didn't like my mom didn't diagnose her or anything. Like when he said like why she doesn't like her, remember? Like the whole family is doctors. Yeah. Literally everyone except the crazy bitch. I thought maybe for two seconds it was Gina Gershon's brother, but that was like why would he be sitting next to Faye Dunaway? It, it just seems like he's the doting younger brother who you know is like the mama's right. Brother, okay. Kind of thing. And, yeah. But we cut from the beach where Nikki Whelan kills the trainer to the pool where Nikki Whelan has a baby bump. Yeah, is now pregnant. She's now pregnant. But yeah. like it's back to back scenes. Yes. Where mm-hmm. I it's was like, like it's immediate. Yeah. Because I wrote, cut to Nikki Whelan looking great in a bikini in a pool, and then I wrote in all capital letters, wait, this jump cut fast forwards to Nikki Whelan pregnant? Because yeah. it's like, what, what, how, like, like a three months later, I guess? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we skipped the funeral. They we skip the grieving, <laughs> yeah. you know, like we this skip girl's the, best we skip friend. Impregnant- impregnation, impregnation, impregnation. Like, think of how inconceivable this is. Here's what we skipped. We nice skipped, use of the word. Nice use. We skipped the investigation into this murder, yes. which yes. clearly places this girl. It was a boating accident. She wasn't boating at all. She was swimming, but it was a boating accident. And we have this mystery woman from out of town who's been sleeping with the victim and was the last person to see her alive <laughs> at the beach. Who also and... doesn't want to be photographed, like has yes. like this shady like history. The movie's like, fuck it. I don't know how to deal with this shit. Let's just skip it and like move on. I just realized there are two very young girls in this movie who never age, even though this movie takes place <laughs> oh, that's over the span of maybe a year and a half. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, they're like they're, yeah, the they're two little four girls. the entire time. Yep. That's hilarious. They're like the kitten and Keanu. Like they're just ageless little girls. <laughs> like there's just like there's so much crazy that like so Nikki Whelan's pregnant, Gina Gershon and Cage are in the kitchen and he starts pouring wine and she's mm-hmm. like, Isn't it a little early to be drinking? He seems like he's an alcoholic now, right? Because there's a lot of stress. I mean he's got this babe in the guest house that he can't have he can't sex bang. with. But even though he's already... carrying his kid. Yeah. Yeah. And their best friend just died. I think yes, you should get a pass. Ago. I think you should get a pass for that. If if some woman's already carrying your child, you should get to have sex with them. <laughs> I'm gonna t- I'm gonna pitch that to Rachel later and see what she says. <laughs> <laughs> but Cage says it's four o'clock, it's happy hour. And I was like, that's eh, not happy hour. Like that's not happy hour. Yeah, that's five thirty, isn't it? It's like <laughs> Yeah, just five yeah, like it's you know Like wouldn't it be great if he was like, I lost a patient today? Like it's the first time in years, like I'm having a shit day, but no, nothing. No, no he's drinking because of the like baby, not of because of this. Yeah, shit. like but like why is he home at four o'clock to be drinking? <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't, don't know. ask too many fucking questions. <laughs> you guys are asking way too many fucking questions about this movie. But that glass of wine takes three months because all of a sudden the next scene, Nikki Whelan's visibly pregnant. Way pregnant, yeah. Is this before or after Gina Gershon breaks into her own guest house? It's before. We have not gotten there yet. Okay, let me alert me when we get there. <laughs> okay. I, have a, I have I have some capitalized notes for that scene. This is the scene where we're at the scene. She's very pregnant at the park with the two kids. And the woman comes up to her and just like, oh, they both look like you. And she's like, yeah, I know I daughters. love them both so much. I get that all the time. Yeah, she's already being creepy. Once she gets pregnant, she instantly turns super creep. Something clicked in her head. She is very, very creepy now. And Gina Gershon walks up from behind and is very clearly the one girl's mom. Maybe my favorite reaction in the entire movie is the way this stranger just casually walks away, like gets a complete read on everything. And it's just like, oh, I need to get away from this woman. Yeah, <laughs> probably the best directed piece of acting in the entire film is that extra in that scene. And like the direction was like, just act like you read this entire script and know who this woman is. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'm done here. But that happens like two or three times where Gina Gershon will catch her referring to her daughter as right. her daughter. Yes. Yeah. After once, you 
okay, maybe it slipped, just whatever. Or well, because she also has, like, excuses. She's like, oh, no, I was saying that yeah. she's like my daughter. Exactly, yeah. right. So maybe you get away with it once, possibly twice, but, like, this, it clearly happens, like, three or four times. Right. And, yeah. But I guess at that point, she has to go drastic or do nothing. It's really, she's kind of trapped in the situation. It's crazy. Also, she's going to go over to the guest house, and she catches them dyeing their hair, right? Yes. She, like, sees them dyeing yeah. their hair, and she calls them on it, and even then she's like, oh, yeah, like, when we were on the run, we decided right. to dye our hair, and now I'm like, oh, I guess we don't need to do that anymore. She breaks into the, uh, the house twice. The first time she just kind of sneaks in, the only way that she could tell anything was missing or, or like, changed was, like, the books were slightly adjusted the wrong way. Yes. She kept the like, picture that too. just proves how insane she is right there in that scene. She didn't take the picture out of it? No, 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 because she goes back and looks at no, the she picture. realizes she something's wrong because the top book is slightly askew. Yeah. Which also, Gina Gershon is so careful to make sure that, like, she's not there. Also, the fact that, like, later in the movie when she sneaks in, she cuts her hand on the window, probably <laughs> yeah. leaves blood everywhere, and that's she does never leave blood everywhere. She does leave blood everywhere. That's how she finds it. She sees all the blood, like, all over the fucking curtains and shit. There's blood everywhere. But, like, the fact that she, like, noticed, because she's on the bed with the kid, and she, like, sees the book is, like, not perfectly in line. She's like, oh, someone's been in here. What was sort of the big red flag about finding that book? Because to me, it just seemed like notes, any pregnant I agree. It was, I think it was a lot of, like... The notes inside I'm, of it. I'm, look, yeah, was, I'm looking she, forward to meeting you. Yes. I can't wait to have my daughter. And it's like it's like very possessive. Yes. Like it's it's, oh, it's okay. borderline normal, but it's a lot of like notes like right to on the, the baby. edge of yes. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep this baby basically. Got it. I wasn't sure at that point because again, like I I mean I maybe in a, a scene or two. I, I think it was around the time where ah, she was drugged or something where I was like, okay, she definitely just wants this family to herself. Like, she's, right. she's going to off everybody if she can and just take the kids. Even Cage. Even, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe the only person who deserves to, like, get killed because he is an absentee father in this movie. Yeah. He's working hard. Dude, he's providing this huge <laughs> fucking house. Let's you, not talk about Cage in this movie. They're going to have this huge mansion for, like, they have a four-year-old and a newborn on the way. They need, like, they have, like, Wayne Manor. It's seriously, yeah. like, bad. Batman's house. Yeah. It's huge, yeah. Then Nikki Whelan's having her checkup, and she has, like, PTSD. That's when we find out about the oh, eggs. And she that's great. freaks out, basically runs out of the checkup room. Regina Gershon says to the doctor, she's like, wow, what What was that? The doctor's like, I don't know. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> the worst and, doctor in the and world, then he's like, right? And then he's like, hey, want some benzos for this? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. She's like, what, what should we do about it? He's like, oh, Medicator, I guess. He's like, like well, <laughs> no, it really Sounds was good. odd. Girls don't normally freak out like that, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> and this is when Cage, like, sort of, like, there's there's a lot of things where we don't really get a sense of what people are thinking until they say it. And he's like, we're going to have a beautiful baby. Then Cage is going to move on with her life. Everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to, I promise. And then flash forward to the first day of school. It's clear that Nikki's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, that she's going to be in this family forever until something happens. Also, also, we're, we're still nine months into, like, the same point in the painting of the mural. Just, right. You're oh, that's that the out. best. Yeah. She hasn't she yeah. hasn't accomplished she's always painting the mural, nothing's getting done. Like it was the tree the first day she walked in and then it's like still the tree 9 months later. And it's the same mural she paints in yeah. all the Don't houses ruin it for that me. She, I mean <laughs> that's going to be one way that Gina Gershon catches her is yeah. that like that's all she can paint is that tree and that's what gets her and caught the at some point. It's like this yeah, it's like a African safari landscape kind of, right? Yeah. Like and it's, it's they, yeah. they but like there's a huge mural and then later in the movie when they name the baby 
without really sort of Gina Gershon's consent, like it's yeah. just the name that they're throwing around, she paints the name on the similar mural, except it's smaller. It's like, why is this like... Like, you can literally paint anything. No, he, like, ordered that or something. Or No, he got it framed. It's like the movie is shouting at you, like, remember this mural. Yes. I guess. Like, that's the only reason, right? Yeah, it makes it it makes it makes in focus a bunch of times. And then, so it's the first day of school, and the they're like, you're dressed exactly alike to the same girls, but, like, they're not. No, they're not. They're, they're not completely different clothes. <laughs> the only thing that's similar is they have similar hairdos, but not even identical hairdos. They both just have, like, tails. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're like, yeah. oh my god, you guys are dressed exactly alike. Nikki Whelan's daughter says, mommy said we were sisters. And then Nikki's like, I said like sisters, silly. And Gina Gershon's like, this bitch is crazy. And that's, <laughs> that's when we get the hair dyeing color. Okay. Because that's when she says, what's Maddie's natural color? She says dark brown. And Gina Gershon's daughter's like, like me. Like, yeah, of course. Like, exactly. <laughs> Would it have been cool like i don't know it might have helped i thought it would have been cool if they had the like maybe twins play those girls yeah like they had different colors and they belong to different parents yeah like oh my god like at the end of the movie you're like holy shit they're twins like obviously they're from the same egg or whatever like that could have been an interesting thing but i guess the movie is really not concerned with those types of details whatsoever these girls don't even age so no they don't they do not not even a little bit then gina gershon is talking about oh this so this this seems to be the straw that breaks the camel's back that they're at that dinner table and nikki whelan's like well so you're gonna take maternity leave right and gina gershon's like no no i don't why like basically why would i like i'm not giving birth i'm not like birthing it yeah yeah i'll be around but like you're gonna give birth and you're gonna nurse it and you're sort of the housekeeper or whatever a little bit you know what i mean like i'm gonna be like its mother but like you're gonna take care of that and nikki whelan's like oh i cannot believe this and she like storms off but like cage is fully behind gina gershon which is cool like there's not like a divided front there you know what i mean like he's still not doing anything in this movie but i feel like his actions for the most part are pretty understandable i mean what could they really do they can't not you know have her carry the baby to term or anything like they are somewhat stuck but i always felt like cage was always behind gershon 100 percent when it really came down to it like he is like in love with his wife i mean right. i even feel like at the end he has a chance right like he has the chance to sort of go to the dark side uh and doesn't and you know we can go deeper into that at, at that point and i guess it's through all this stress mostly you know sort of self-imposed from nikki whelan or like you know that gina gershon left this woman to her house she's now like ruining her life that she almost has a relapse and nikki whelan sees it i think that like switches yeah. a light switch in her brain which is like oh, this is how I'm going to get her. But here's the weird thing about, like, Nikki Whelan is off book at this point, right? <laughs> like, she has, you know, like, usually she's just a nanny or whatever, and, and but this seems like the first time where she's going to, like, get pregnant for the family and all this kind of stuff, and it's like, what did she expect? You know, I, I almost feel like she should have waited until the baby arrived to ask if Gina Gershon was going to do maternity leave because getting upset at that sort of exposes, you know, her true intentions is like, right. I'm going to do whatever I can now to keep this baby. And it's like you would have had a much easier shot at that if you had just waited for it to be born before bringing up all this stuff. Well, like, I do wonder if because she goes, I feel like she does cycle through a few different plans. And I really wonder if like at this point maybe she still has hope that like the three adults and the three kids will all live in that big house together Hmm. forever like i feel like that's the goal at one point you know what i mean like yeah i don't know if that's this point or if she had sort of pivoted to like i need to possess these three babies i feel like that might be and then that's sort of when she's like oh no like gina gershon's a bad mother 
She doesn't deserve the kid that I'm having. She doesn't deserve the kid that she has. I'm going to have this baby and take all three babies. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's also around the time where Gina Gershon gets deep into Sherlock mode and starts investigating and, yeah. you know, finds that website, Amazing Possibilities, and sees the mural on the ad and gets goes in, does break-in number two and leaves the blood trail and you know, digs deeper and gets the DNA of the cups and she's really on to her at this point. You know, we can't be having that. We gotta like we gotta drug her carrot juice and maybe she'll run herself off the road, <laughs> you know, we yeah. gotta throw her a surprise shower and so she like exposes herself as a nut in front of all of their trusted friends and family. I think you're right, Joey. She must have like a Rolodex of plans, yeah. like plan A through D through you know, With and it just like keeps and going. Nuances, yeah. yeah. Like, and, I like, think, audibles like, I and think all kinds of things. the first plan has to be, I want to be near my daughter. I have the one daughter. Well, okay, so I guess it depends on how many kids she has out there, right? Because she's... <laughs> yeah. I wish we found that out. Like, they, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, a checklist that she had been through or something. Because, like, if these are all the kids in the world, I think plan A is be near these kids... Like, just basically be with her two daughters. And then when mm-hmm. she finds out that Gina Gershon wants to have another baby, like, use another one of her eggs, then she's like, okay, now the new plan is, I think it's the same plan, except I'm going to have that baby, and I'm going to be with that baby now, too. I think that's the plan, like, sort of, like, 1A, you know what I mean? And then plan mm-hmm. 2 is when Gina Gershon loses her shit, then it's like, I'm going to take these three babies. And I think plan 3, after sort of that goes tits up, sort of, is to get Gina Gershon either killed or committed and basically yeah. replace her. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think really ever at any one point is it like let's kill everybody and just run off. Like I, it's we like I feel like there's mm. it's it's more subtle than that sort of. Yeah, that seems to be like the last ditch effort, right? Like if yeah. things start to go out of control, like just kill everybody, take the kid and hit the road. Right. Basically is like that's the backup plan. So what I really liked about the bathtub scene, which is when we get another PTSD flashback, we find out that she killed the other mom, and that's, you know, the conclusion or the beginning of the scene from the beginning of the movie. I don't know if either of you noticed this, but, like, Nikki Whelan is a pretty specific shade of tan. Like, she's beautiful. Like, she looks good. But then, like, the baby bump, which is sticking out of the water through the bubbles, is a decidedly different shade (laughs) of skin color than her legs and her, like, her face and her shoulders. No. Really, really bad. No, I didn't notice that. I didn't catch that either for whatever reason. Maybe I was just sort of tuning out (laughs) for some reason. Well, because I was watching it because I was like, oh, like, we might get some more Nikki Whelan nudity, which we didn't. But then, like, the baby bump is so visibly, you know, out of the water. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I don't really know when to bring this up, so I'm just going to ask you guys now and get it out of the way. If you are sort of getting a donor egg from a facility and it's anonymous, will they knowingly give you eggs from the same woman twice even though it's anonymous? Yeah, like, they can. Would that they definitely can. They could do that. Okay, because that seemed you, they de- like a mighty it. big we coincidence. We do this at the lab all the time. So what you do is like they get a number. So she's like one B or something, and you're like, oh, like you, they know she got one B last time, and they're like, well, there's another egg from one B if you want that one again. Oh, so there's even an increased chance that you will get it from the same woman. I the think second you, time want, you can right? ask. Yeah, you yeah. can ask. And it's like you already, and if they already went through the 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 screening to be like, you know, we want a mother that's like they yeah. have all the qualifications, this, and like all that, the, yeah, fit, like white yeah. and whatever and whatever, then like. Okay. But I also feel at the same time like this 
egg donor facility was not on the up and up in, across the board in all no. things. No, it was kind of shady. Yeah. Yeah. Not when the doctor's like, we've scraped you to the bone. Like, we can't, you know, like, you're never going to have a kid or any of that. Which, in the end, she is able to get pregnant. So, what was that lie all about? Like, that seemed kind of No, strange. no, no. She couldn't produce any more eggs. It wasn't that she couldn't get pregnant. It was that she wasn't going to produce Oh, okay, but she eggs. could sort of put an impregnated right. one of her she was old eggs back into herself. One of the eggs that she donated or she sold or whatever, she's going to get yeah. put back into her body, which is right. bananas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just put the picture in this chat. It looks chat. pretty si- similar to me. I don't know if it's something you think that, you that like... Yeah, it looks, it looks dead on. I can't see a difference. It's like a little oranger... But belly it bump look it looks bad. the same as like her leg no it's a little oranger it looks it looks off to me it looks it does now it's brighter just a hair but not enough that i would notice it during the probably movie. not no but staring at it it's brighter so the, this is when she starts when gina gershon so after we have the ptsd flashback and we know that like not only is nikki whelan like a self-defense murderer but also now like a murderer murderer yeah that gina gershon right. starts stooping around the guest house again and she finds the pregnancy book and i i wrote i even wrote down like i'm like what am i missing and it's just one filled with lovely notes to her unborn kid like it seems yeah, sweet it. like it's i feel like if there was like a even like a note like i can't wait to take i guess you can't like have a note like i can't i can't wait to kill gina gershon because then she shows it to cage or you know what i mean but like do something that's a little bit more sinister that she can then show cage and either he can downplay it that's saying like you know she's misunderstanding it or be like well why are you snooping around her house you know what i mean but like there's nothing yeah yeah that's the weird thing is like there's really no evidence like <laughs> that you could show that she's planning any of this like it you no, know dude, that it shit is... was creepy come on like the fucking notes were creepy yeah but if you bring it to cage he's just gonna be like well like you know what do you i don't know like what's you know i gotta get to work um and if you bring it to faye dunaway she's been turned at that point i mean th- that would have been good if gina gershon actually like confronted her and right. was like i found this book and then the girl would be like what were you sneaking around my house for she'd be like it's my guest house like, <laughs> yeah, bitch, whatever it's my i house. want I'm gonna go wherever the fuck right. I want here. You're a stranger. Like, let's get to this knife fight within like 45 minutes instead of with like 10 minutes left in right. the movie. Like, I wanted it to really get like. I thought the third act was gonna be some kind of hostage situation or something. Right, but it's not like I almost like this. This reminds me of the house from Trespass, and like, oh yeah, it could have been like you know the house could have been on fire or what you know what I mean. Like, sort of mm-hmm. reenact mm-hmm. the end of that movie, but no, it's just. There's one crazy scene that leads that brings us to the hospital, and that's where the movie ends, basically. But like, yeah, there could it could have been so much bigger. I mean, I'm not criticizing what we get because the end is beautifully crazy. But like, it could have been bigger. Yeah, but I mean, we just went on this fucking roller coaster of emotions so far. <laughs> well, what the fuck do we need? That's what's crazy is it kind of does like that all that like psychological up and down stuff a lot better than a lot of straighter movies or a lot of more mainstream films that'll take just like one or two of these ideas and run with it like this has like all this crazy ideas and is like actually committed to trying to make it all work and most of it to a degree does work i mean i feel like the only thing holding this movie back is the budget yeah personally you know like if you get bigger i don't want to say bigger stars but if you just had more money because i feel like most of the star powers here there's just something low about this production you know something 
VOD, something straight to video that just doesn't feel as theatrical as it could be. Which is what is it has, that's a charm of it. This is this it is, is the wall of is. like <laughs> this and these lifetime movie type movies. The budget lends itself. Like if this was if this was more shiny, you would be less apt to accept all of the wackiness going on. But because it isn't, you're like oh, and you give it a lot of leeway. Like oh yeah, she just murdered her with a right. fucking freeway in the ocean for no reason. I think that if it had a bigger budget, we would be bitching about different things. Yeah. That's a good call. One more thing I want to say about the Gina Gershon snooping in the guest house scene is that, of course, Nikki Whelan is on her way back, so she's like sneak out the back door. But while Nikki Whelan is walking to the guest house, I think the director was like, we need something for her to do on the way. Oh. And so she picks up the soccer ball yeah. and just sort of tosses it to herself a couple times and like puts it down right outside her door. I'm like, why was that like a thing? Like, why why have that it's at all? Build tension attention builder really like if she was yeah it was going to be if she caught her in the house or not so it was like it was like giving her i understand why she has to come back but like why is she picking like why is she doing prop work tension tension building <laughs> I feel this like is a that's common a total... lifetime movie thing man they have to like give them some something to do so you're like is she gonna, oh like oh shit she's like in the middle of the book and it's like well, now she picks up a soccer ball you're like oh shit she's still my catcher and it's like no they get out right at the right time yeah this is common i feel like it's a total director thing too where it's like just just like on your way you know like pick something up mess around with it and put it down like something to to like fill the time between here and there there's a great moment i caught earlier with cage that moment when he comes home to find all the girls asleep on his couch uh he comes in the house and sort of like plays with his keys in his hand as he's walking down the hallway i don't know if you caught that but he does like this little like flick with that and it's like well that's not necessary but it's like a cage thing it's like probably the director saying you know fill up this time with something visual so that it's just more interesting if she just walked from here to there okay but she picked up like a soccer ball and threw it to herself three times like she's insane yeah (laughs) Like, it's selling that. Yeah, so then she, she she sneaks out of the house, and this is when she starts doing the Zillow snooping and falls asleep. It's almost really at this point in the movie, we're like halfway through, Cage comes back on screen, you're like, oh, right, like, Nicholas Cage is in this movie. He's in this movie, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he took the day off to go to the zoo. No, no, right? that's later. That's for the surprise party. Oh, God. Oh, I'm skipping ahead. This is just when he comes through, and he's just like, he says, and I quote, why aren't you sleeping in the bed? What are you doing? And it's like, I feel like that's sort of the character confused, but also the actor kind of confused. Like, why is this scene here? Like, what what's going on? Like, I don't understand what's going on right now. Gina Gershon just falls asleep in strange places yeah. in this movie. Yeah, she like, does. Like, in a chair while Googling. Like, in a car while driving. What is up with that? We get a couple more scenes. I mean, this is when she Googles surrogate mothers who steal back their babies. And I was like, just when I thought this movie couldn't get any better, we get better. Like, it's amazing. And there's a couple more scenes like that. And, like, the kids bump heads outside. And, like, there's, like, this tension. I'm your mommy. Come to mommy. Yeah. And then we get to the first of two crazy confrontations between Gina Gershon and Nikki Whelan. Two scenes back-to-back spread out by a minute that are just amazing. There's one, I think, like, in the kitchen, maybe? And then there's... Oh, this is after she comes back drugged, right? She she wakes up, and this is... No, this, this is, is before uh, the drug. Oh, this is when she's making the drugged... No, this is before juice, that, too, right? I think. It's even before that? This is, like... I think, so, the kids bump heads outside, right? And they go yeah. inside, and she's like, I'm gonna put Neosporin on it. But, like, there's... What are you gonna put Neosporin on? Like, I don't... Like, they just, like... There's no cut. Yeah. Gina Gershon says you're not her mother because I think Nikki Whelan's like really mothering the kid. Yeah, this is this is the drugging the 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 carrot juice scene. But no, because it's not though yet. It is. 
It is. No, because hold on. Hold yeah, on, because hold, the hold same on. scene, Gina Gershon is stealing the cups. Yeah. Like it's it the I'm, I'm drugging you while I'm getting your DNA scene. It's all <laughs> like, one scene. No, 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 no. I, I promise you, this is not yet. Because I, I promise okay. you, they have this confrontation, and she says, "You're not her mother." And then Nikki Wheeling goes on this whole thing about like, when was the last time you ran her a bath, brought her to school, did mm-hmm. all this, blah blah oh, blah blah yeah. blah. What the fuck was that? It's okay, baby. Mama's here. Nothing. I. She's not your daughter. Are you okay? You're a little. You keep acting like she's yours. Okay, that's just stupid. But come to think of it, when was the last time you ran her a bath, took her to school, or gave her breakfast? Are you kidding me? I'm working. That's why I hired you. That's why I pay you. This is your job. Yeah. To raise one of your kids and carry the other. How fucking dare you? And then Cage walks in and it's just like, what's going on here? I was like, I can't wait for him to like, like he was clearly setting up that like, he's going to start thinking his wife is crazy because he comes in and sees her just like yelling at yeah, this yeah, new yeah. girl, right? That's the, that's the whole point of this plan. She's just trying to make her look right. crazy so that everybody starts to believe her. Yeah, Gaslighting the movie. So yeah. then we go to the next scene, which is when they unveil the Gabriel name, okay, right? Okay, we got through that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And this. so that's when... That's when she's like, you named him without me? And he's, she's like, that's yeah. one of three names. <laughs> yes, that was out of a lot. And Nikki's like, I think it was perfect. And Gina Gershon says, I don't give a shit what you think. And then yeah. Faye Dunaway is there. And Faye Dunaway is even just like, whoa, like, let's calm down. Like, this girl's, like, you know, sort of good, right? You picked out a name? Baby, we did, remember? Uh, no, sweetheart, that was one out of a three that we discussed. I think it's perfect. I don't give a shit what you think. What else do you two talk about when I'm not around? Angela, come on. What is this? But lately, they've been talking a lot about how worried they are about you. Oh, really? Have they? And so that's, I think, like, the spark to the next step of Nikki Whelan's plan, where she's just like, oh, now Gina Gershon's acting crazy. We know that Cage wants a urine sample. Let me drug her. They already had the urine sample before this. That's already done. Yeah, because Nikki catches her almost taking pills. No, no, that... no, no, no. The urine sample is after this. I have this all. I have. I have so many notes. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm, yeah. The urine I'm... sample's after this, but before she drugs her. Because in this <laughs> nursery scene, Gina Gershon's saying, "Was Linda's death an accident, or maybe you want to get rid of her and be our surrogate?" And like, yeah, and they say, "Are you these, high right like, now?" Accurate. Yeah, accurate claims. Like accurate, like fair questions. Nikki Whelan's like, "Oh, my baby." Like I can't. Or like you know, like the baby. Like she like runs out like the sort of like because she's getting stressed out oh yeah, and she's, Cage, like, yeah, yeah. she's faking it Cage yeah. says like you know you put our baby's life at risk you endanger the baby katie has grounds for keeping it now do you realize this right 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 that's when he demands the urine sample so yes. it's like these like two or three scenes in a row where like gina gershon is just losing her mind appropriately may i add yeah yeah. But that's when Cage is like, you need to take, I need a urine sample because I can't believe that you're not high on pills right now. And that's when Nikki Whelan's like, okay, I'm going to drug her, have her fail the urine test, no, have her recommit. No, no, she takes the urine sample before she drugs her. I promise. She takes the urine sample before she drugs her. Which I thought she was going to, she thought she was going to put the drugs in the urine sample is what I really thought she was going to do. Hmm. But she doesn't. She takes a urine sample. She says, oh, I can't believe she actually did this. And Cage is like, me too. Why would she give us a urine sample? She was actually on drugs. But right. she has it. Yeah. Okay. And then that's why she doses her so that like if there's another, I mean, I, I they never get around to it, but I, I suppose. If there was a that, second urine sample. Right. Yeah. She was going to say test her again or look at that. But they never get around to that because at no. the surprise shower. Slash right. stabbing. Okay. Okay. Stabbing. Okay. So we all missed 
certain things, but we're all now on the same page. <laughs> but, okay, but yeah, like, I don't fault any of us for missing anything. <laughs> no, the timeline's like this. really wacky <laughs> and like really quick and like weird shit happens all over the place. I agree. This is when she snoops again, and the guest house is locked, cuts and she hand. cuts her hand and leaves blood everywhere and finds the colored contacts. But like, mm-hmm. she finds these colored contacts and like thinks like this is a huge deal. But also but at the same not time, actually really creepy at all. Like, I mean, like it right, is, but, but she's been told. Yeah, she's been she's told. She's been on the run. She doesn't want to be photographed. She dyes her hair. Why would you think colored contacts is, like, weird? Yeah, it's not the straw that breaks the camel's back. Right. It's not, it's not like I actually have it in my notes that colored contacts are now a crime. <laughs> are they really? Oh. Yeah, no, I mean, like, that's what she acts like. She's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> like, this is when Nikki Whelan notices that the hand is cut. And I think this is like, I don't know if she's noticed the stuff in her house yet or not, but like, she's like, yeah, chopping the carrots. And this is when she sort of like ushers her away from the prep area so she can yes. then drug the carrot juice or whatever. Yes, that's what she does. She drugs Which seemed like juice. she got the idea in the moment too where she's just yes like, hmm. because she's a brilliant psycho yeah <laughs> yeah she is like a mastermind yeah so meanwhile what we have not mentioned is that while nikki whelan is doing this mastermind drugging plan gina gershon has called nicholas cage's brother and is like i need you to run a dna sample she's like will hair work and he's like i need the root baby or whatever like he's just like yeah, i need something, something like i need like a deep yeah. sample which she should know if she was a doctor like she you would right, think right but then that's when she takes a glass from I think her daughter, right? And also she from Nikki Whelan. Yeah. She takes yeah. the daughter's glasses. She takes the daughter's juice glasses. Yeah. And she brings them to the, to the lab to get tested. And that's when she also has the carrot juice. And that's when she passes out while driving to no consequence. I don't think she was actually <laughs> driving. I think she was in, I think she was in the parking lot. She's like all barred mm. out. By the way. No, the, no, the, she's no, driving. She was like driving and pulls yeah. over to the side of the road. Or, oh, damn. And then she wakes okay. up an hour and a half later. Like not even a cop knocking on her window or anything. No, no. right. She's a white lady. She's a white lady driving S she took a nap in a car seat. She, she's fine. But did you notice how awesome the camera was for, like, the, the zen? Like, I'm really barred out right now. And, like, oh, yeah. all of a sudden the camera's like, woo, like, really loopy. <laughs> I liked it. So before we get to the party, we skipped the whole call with the egg donation place. But we talked about it a little bit. Well, just that she starts investigating. Right, yeah, yeah. She, she starts investigating. She Googles, she finds the name of the place because she finds, like, a folder right in Nikki Whelan's house. Yes. Amazing possibilities, right? And she calls this place, and she sees that the landscape is the same one in the background of the egg donation video. So, like, yes. the same thing. She's been painting, whatever, whatever, whatever. But she doesn't freak out. Like, I don't I don't think she notices that, even though we notice that. And then there's yeah. this really crazy no, phone No, she call. asks... Doesn't she ask... She asks her at the end. At the she end. She asks her yeah. at the end. Okay. But she's not freaking out about it yet. She's trying to find, like, names or information or By whatever. the way, if you're a doctor, you would know that they can't give you the name of your donor. Exactly. So she still tries call. anyway. Yeah, she yeah. still tries anyway. But then she she doesn't get the Wait. name, but she gets more information <laughs> because she's like, could you tell me the name of who painted that thing? And the woman on the phone could have just said, oh yeah, like it's Nikki Whelan. Doesn't have to like admit anything about like who that was, but she could be like, I can't share the information. She's one of our patients. Like that's more information than just saying yeah. a random name. That's confirmation. Yes. That's confirming. Because if she had just said the woman's name, then it wouldn't be implied that she's a donor because right. I've given you her identity. Exactly. But to say that, oh, the person who painted that is one of our silent donors, that's just like, yeah, that is fucked. the nail in the coffin for her. She's like, well, that's the lady that's painting the mural in my room. It's the same mural, and she's a donor, yeah. and she's carrying my baby. Hi there. Um, may I speak with Monica Wheeler, please? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. When? Um, 
ago now. May I ask how? It was ruled a suicide. Suicide? You don't sound so convinced. No, Monica loved life. So then she drugs the juice, does all that different stuff, whatever. This is when Cage says he's going to take a day off from work to take the daughters to the zoo. Yes. Meanwhile, he's planning a surprise, like, baby shower. Baby shower. Yeah. Yep. And you don't know how pissed I was we didn't see Cage at the damn zoo. <laughs> like, I thought for sure he was telling the truth and, and we were going to see him. Or Cage planning a party. I would be okay with mm-hmm. that, too. Yeah, that would have been great. Like, cut back from her passing out to what they're doing, but no. I mean, we could have... This is another way. Oh, I just found out how we could do the Zac Efron crossover. At the end of Neighbors 2, he's a party planner. Bring him in <laughs> nice to plan Good this party plan. he would he would be able to read the situation perfectly and just roll with it you know yeah. <laughs> yeah so she comes back in she drives in she's like whose idea was it this bitch or something <laughs> essentially yep. that i don't know in a room I'm just filled with people we don't know but yeah. their closest friends right right For friends and family and then to which cage just says at the You're top of his lungs you're an addict, you're an addict, everybody out, party over, and he just keeps screaming in front of everyone, you're an yeah. addict. What are you doing? She's trying to kill me. <laughs> oh, oh, God. She's drugged me. You tell him what you did right now, and you will not spend the rest of your life in jail. Tell him right now. Stop. She's Cora's biological mother, and Gabriel's too. What the hell are you talking Katie about? Katie is our donor. Okay, she's our stop. donor. She's, okay, she's, look, she's trying stop. to edge me. You're an addict. Listen. You're an addict. Look it. Look at this okay, picture. Okay, all right. That is her. Okay, that is her guy. You, okay, you okay. tell me that's her. You're cheating on me because you cheated. I'm you say we're going to take drugs anymore. Oh, oh, everybody else. Come on. We got to go. Everybody out. Party's over. Party's over. Damn it. The fact that he's like, you're cheating on me. I was like, wait, is she? Does he think he's having an affair? Yeah, that's, but no, she's yeah. just cheating on him with drugs. Yeah, exactly. that's a very weird way to say that. <laughs> and so, like, this is suddenly like we're like ten minutes from the end of the movie now, and the party's over. Everybody so leaves, and then they go to the kitchen, and Gina Gershon pulls a knife on Nikki Whelan. Right in peak villain mode, Nikki Whelan unveils her full plan to Gina Gershon about, like, I'm going to take this baby, I'm going to have these babies, these are my babies, you're never going to have them. Again, she repeats the whole the whole plan to her to another person right. out loud, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, she double downs, In case double we downs forgot on it. the evil Bond speech. They heard Mike saying, we need to work this out, and she's like, I will. What <laughs> I also love is she goes full on yeah. scream here at the end, where she, like, stabs herself and, like, bashes her own head in yes. and you know makes it look like she's yes. been attacked the line maybe the line of the movie is nikki whelan says i'd rather die than have my child <laughs> raised by you what is this movie trying to say about older women having babies versus younger women having babies working, working mothers yeah working, working mothers, mothers stay-at-home moms like my head is spinning <laughs> like i don't like postpartum depression the lifetime narrative that you're not getting is that every woman should stay at home her husband obviously sucks no matter what he does for her and he could always be better but at the end of the day he loves her, and he will never cheat on her. That's every Lifetime movie. That's the foundation of the every The only thing I really movie. got out of this is people will do anything for their kids. Yeah. Which is a good lesson to learn. Yeah, that's All a right. good life lesson. Okay, so stabs herself, goes crazy. At the end of this, like, Fight Club scene where, you know, she's bashing totally her own brain on things, yeah. Gina Gershon winds yeah. up stabbed. And they all go to the hospital because at the same time that Gina Gershon gets stabbed, I guess Nikki Whelan goes into labor? No. Because she no, gets she stabbed, doesn't. so they're gonna like right. they're gonna C-section the baby out, right? To, like save the baby. No, no, no. She's stabbed. They're gonna they're gonna see her. 
Paige maniacally goes, you should really get a C-section right now. And she's like, I don't know, I kind of feel okay. And he's like, nah, let's get that baby out just in case. Because we had already seen the scene where he's in the waiting room crying and says she's gone. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's informed that Gina Gershon has been killed. Like, she's dead from the knife wound. And then his brother comes in with a piece of paper and is like, you gotta see this. He morries the fuck out of this. The piece of paper that he hands him is yes. the DNA results. Yes. But, like, I'm sure that there's text on it, but, like, what he hands him, what we see is just <laughs> yeah, a bunch of numbers. what is that like, There's just, it's, it's like, well, you know, side-by-side side DNA. He it. He's a doctor. He knows what DNA tests look like, which don't look like that at all, but yeah. <laughs> and he gets that look in his face. Wait, wait, they, they essentially give him, like, a Venn diagram. It's, like, two things, and yes. it just, like, is It's numbers. like, this overlaps yeah. with that, and yeah. therefore it's from the same thing. But this, yeah. I feel, is, like, Cage has finally yeah. showed up. That He gets this look on his face that will not disappear for the rest of the movie and it no, it's like on, yeah it's, it's like this quiet vengeance on his face that is just seething right underneath you know the top and i'm just i love the i'm not sure exactly what's happening but i love <laughs> the end of this movie i mean i'm not convinced gina gershon's yeah. actually dead but i'm buying that cage is buying it no, oh, I thought no. she was dead. I thought she was no, dead. No, I thought she was dead too because like the movie, sure. no. the movie literally sure. says she's gone. She's dead. The movie, the, That's the how you know she's, she's not dead. dead. She died off screen, guys. <laughs> guys, you you <laughs> no, got to see them no. die on screen. That's how they always bring them back. I think the reason that I thought she was dead was because I would also love to see an ending where Nikki Whelan is suddenly mm-hmm. living happily ever after. That's with an Cage. ending. Like that's kind of the ending that I. That's want. the ending they. That's that's the ending they trick you with, basically, right? It almost feels right. like yes, yeah. it's the exactly. red herring ending. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what's weird about this ending is that Cage has pretty much been absent from the entire movie. When he's on screen, he literally doesn't know what's happening. He doesn't know, you know, he Ever. has no sense. Yeah. We have no idea what he thinks of anyone or anything that's happened. We never see his reaction to the miscarriage or anything. We never really get a sense of like whether he likes or doesn't like Nikki Whelan. And then suddenly at the end of the movie, like he's the hero, which I mean, I love in terms of. The podcast. He's out to get her, yeah. But like it doesn't Well, it's just it another one of those work. situations where you have like these two women battling it out the entire movie and in walks this man at the end to like resolve everything yep. in two seconds. It reminds me of like a recent WWE match, speaking of, because we have a wrestler in this, but there was like some women's ladder match recently where like at the end a guy came in and like climbed the ladder and took the briefcase. You oh, know, yeah. so mm-hmm. it's like I feel like we have that situation going on here. <laughs> you need Cage to mansplain the end. Us, kind of. <laughs> and so Nikki Whelan gives birth to the baby, yes. and Cage says to her, I want you to take a good look. It's your last. <laughs> yeah, that's his... He pushes her up to the window. By the way, what fucking New Age-type hospital has this, like, wing? Yeah, but it's they, And okay. they don't let I mean, the parents like, into that part of the nursery, you know? Like, you have to go into a room, I thought, and they wheel in your baby, and then you can sit with him and, you know, have time with your kid. But I've never seen any civilian behind that glass just nurses and Nikki Whelan's like I don't understand and Cage says you will soon enough and then suddenly out of nowhere (laughs) Gina Gershon walks in and Nikki Whelan we then cut to Nikki Whelan's face no longer blue eyed back with her like hazel eyes and she's in a padded cell and I was like oh yes and it flips back and forth too they show you her eyes being blue they show you her eyes being brown you know what's even what I love that shot of her in the white room white padded cell but what makes that almost better is the next shot the final shot of the movie is Cage and Gershon with all of their not only their two kids but now they're raising her daughter as well and 
their yes, room yep. is completely white also. You know, it's like this perfect white yeah. padded oh. cell. Nice yeah, compared to the yep. one with the insane girl in it. And so I was like, whoa, how did they, why did they decide at the very end to get, like, artistic with it here? <laughs> well, the other thing that they do sort of artistically is that before that final shot, we see Cage running again. Yes. And this time he's able to sort of take a break and, like, bask in the sunlight. Like, now that his house has 200% more babies, <laughs> you know, he's now got three kids instead of one. Now with more babies. You know, he's able to love life and sort of soak it in. And what I also do really like is that in the middle of the movie, we find out that Nikki Whelan has this locket that says, like, yeah. her daughter's name Maddie and the day that she was born. And Gina Gershon's like, oh, what's that? And she's like, oh, that's, like, the only thing that my, my ex, ex ever got me. But then we find out that she steals it from the woman in the bathtub. Yes. So fast forward to the end of the movie, when they're all surrounded by these kids... Cage gives Gina Gershon a locket with the kids in right. there. So I was like, he's stealing yeah. everything from Nikki Wheeler. Yeah, it's Wheeling. awesome. It was a perfect How the hell me. did they end up with that other girl, though? Like, that can't be legal, right? Like, the woman who's been terrorizing yeah, you and carrying your baby for the last year is going to prison, and here's her daughter. It's like a total face-off situation, you know? Like, raising, like, when Travolta ends up raising Castor Troy's love child of Gina Gershon, now we have Gina Gershon and Cage raising this random girl that doesn't belong to them. Yep. Strange. Well, they're all siblings, so I, I can I can kind of play it out in my head as in, like, the court system would be like, well, they are all siblings. And also, the daughter has been living there all two years of her four-year-old <laughs> life. So, like, I guess, technically, yes. It might be the best environment for yeah. them, but I'm just, I mean, it is very strange. And also, they have a huge fucking mansion. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Well, the last thing that I want to say about this movie, and then, and then we can sort of see if there's anything else to talk about, is that over the closing credits, the craziest credits, because Nikki Whelan's oh eyes are behind the text gigantic yeah going back and forth between blue and brown blue and brown the credits like box in and get real small for some reason and then at the end after the credits there's a huge marquee for jonathan baker jonathan baker productions the director i'm like but this isn't like a known quantity like he's just like throwing his name at the end so like he's very proud of his product mm. i guess it was fucking awesome i'd be proud of that too because i was hoping for like some kind of like after credits thing where like nikki whelan breaks out of pre- like, out of the padded cell or something but it's just yeah. nope it's just the director's name in really big letters that would have yeah. been great if they set up some kind of yeah. sequel. I think that there is going to be a sequel. I hope that Because nobody dies, except for the trainer, so like there could be a sequel. Yeah, yeah Faye I Dunaway so. just like vanishes from this movie at about like the 60-minute mark. I guess yeah. like her two days of filming were up. and she had... <laughs> It's great because they celebrate the 4th of July and Memorial Day, and you could tell they like shot all of that in the same afternoon. They just did like a quick wardrobe change, yes. and everyone just went exactly back to where yep. they were sitting. Yep. It's like, we got to get Faye out of here. Oh, boy. So that's... I I exhausted my notes, all five pages of them. We went through this very thoroughly, but it's just like... It's one of those ones where it's rare in a movie that we do. The only one I can think of that really comes to mind of this level, Mike, would be Monkey Business, Hmm. where, like, everything that's happening on screen is so crazy that I feel like it's a disservice to ourselves who watched it and to anybody listening to not point out everything because it's all amazing. Yeah. 
this was great. I really, really enjoyed it. For sure. Well, I definitely get a better sense now, Joe, of of your uh, of your taste in film and what you like. Oh yeah, it's this for sure. This is like pinnacle. I, I feel like we got me. two in a row that just like nailed your sensibilities with Exposed when you were on for Keanu Club and now this one. Yeah, I just want movies to be fun. I think at the end of the day, movies should be fun. Like, there's a place for like film, and then there's a place for like movies. In the sense of movies, I want zany shit like this. In the sense of film, I want something, like, really beautiful and awesome. And then a lot of things try to do kind of both, and I want them to be completely separated. Like, there's a lot of movies that I feel Joe loves that I don't... I'm I'm not as on board with as you are. Okay. But then there's ones like this or, like, The Boy Next Door with J-Lo where just like, oh, I get it 100% because... They're just so fucked. They're so fucked. Because they're literally not holding anything back. Like, it's just like, we're gonna film everything like i don't even know i wonder what the budget is i wonder if there's a budget of this budget listed yeah probably somewhere around 10 think i mean look how contained this movie is really it's all in that mansion i don't know yeah it's um nothing listed on wiki this is in theaters now it's on vod right now if you want to see it i really do (laughs) hope you see it i recommend it for sure when i saw this movie i was the 14th person on all of Letterboxd (laughs) to have seen it. So, like, people aren't seeing it. I mean, it's up to more now. I think it's up to... It's up to 29. So, basically, you know, from the time that I watched it yesterday morning to tonight when we record, people have seen it. But, like, people don't like it. I can tell you that much, but I I love it. it. I'm also... As of the time of this recording, the only one of the 29 people to give it five stars. <laughs> of course yes, you of are. Course. Of course, because I, I gave it a real review on Letterboxd instead of, like, an insane one. This isn't an insane one. It's, a, it's just a beautiful nuance. You just don't get the nuance of it. No, I do. I get it. I, I mean, it's I not good. No, Mike, no, I think it's, it's not good, but I like it. I know exactly what territory I'm in here. I'm just a little. I feel like it just rubbed me wrong because I wanted more Cage. You know, like if he wasn't even That's in this fair. movie, I feel like okay, I could have gone with it 100 percent from the start. But right. to be honest, like I was just so distracted, going like, where is he? What's he doing? What's going on here? Uh, but I totally buy. You know that this film has merit. This is com- totally wonderfully entertaining you know like you said in that crazy lifetime way i can't call it a good movie i mean i just can't in good conscience but but i could totally understand people liking it Uh, i feel like there's there's differences there yeah i mean i'm on this film side we i mean this wasn't even supposed to be the next cage film to be honest right we i mean it was going to be vengeance a love story vengeance a love story yeah and there's like a whole u.s release thing going on with that but i sure as hell am glad that when we came back after such a, like a long absence that this was the one to come back on Dude. and that joey wanted to yeah. go so in depth on it and that joe too was the guest on this episode because it just seemed to hit so many of the right buttons at the right time yeah. well i can reassure you mike that i just looked at the one two three four the six movies on imdb that he's in that we have not seen yet okay and he is either top build in all of them or or in two of them he's second, but both of those movies are about a couple, and he and a woman are top two. So you mean like so okay. he's okay. prominently going to be featuring these next six movies. Okay. This I think he's billed third in, which I mean is right. I mean he's not a bigger. He's, I mean Nikki Whelan's he's not third. a bigger star he's than third. him, but like she's in a lot more. Like she's the star of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. She's the breakout star, right? It feels like her vehicle out of everybody. Like, she's the one that they want to push. She's the up-and-coming new blood. So we have, in theory, Vengeance of Love Story is for sure going to come out this fall. Also listed on IMDb for this year is the Humanity Bureau, 
which is in post-production. Mom and Dad, which is completed. Okay. Looking Glass, which is in post-production. Number 211, which is filming. Those are huh. all listed for 2017, which is, including Arsenal and this, seven movies. Whoa, that's his biggest year ever. Last year was five, now it's like his biggest year, and now he's just <laughs> like, I'm not going to do six, we're just jumping right to seven. And then he also has Mandy. He might have hit five once before, if I'm not, I'm, or close. He's hit, at least hit four movies a year. Once it's definitely been in the last ten years, like in the VOD yeah. era. Because right. before that, he never missed a year, which I want to mm-hmm. keep pointing out, because that's super impressive. Yeah. He's never did more than like one or two in a year, and then all of a sudden, starting in like 2012, 2011, 2012... He's like the Cal Ripken of movies. like <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Never misses a game, just yeah. <laughs> is always there. Yeah, so since Seeking Justice in 2011, he sort of really turned it into overdrive. And Seeking Justice was... The Hungry Rabbit Jumps. Yes, number 66. So basically, since 2011... Well, okay. Oh, actually, I'm like, let me go back a little bit. Since, <laughs> since 2011, when he did Season of the Witch and Drive Angry and Seeking Justice and Trespass and Ghost, and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance... There we go. There's five. So basically, starting 2011, he's really turned it on. And Season of the Witch was episode 64. So he's basically done like 20 plus movies in six years, Holy plus shit. another five that are going to come out this year. So like, we're, we're we're living in the golden era of Cage, maybe not in quality, but for sure in quantity. That's amazing. And that he is like a starring role in, you know, most of them, right? Like last yeah. year, he was really only, it was only really Snowden that he had a very small part of. But every other movie, he was, like, right there all the time and, like, being the best part of that film. Like, this one, I feel like he was probably on set for, like, a week. Like, he's not in a lot. You know, I also Mm -hmm. feel like they shot this really quickly. So I can see this is why he's going to be. But, like, the the other five... And Arsenal was another one where it was, you know, he was only in a couple scenes. But the rest of these movies, the the other five this year, he's the star of. So, I mean, like, we got a lot more Cage to come. I'm excited. Bring it on. Thank you very much, Joe, for joining us for this. I'm so glad this is your first Cage Club Thank you for experience. having me. This was a great first Cage Club for me. And anytime you ever see a movie that is named like this, please call me again. I will do that. I also want to point out that this I, I, I plan to release this on this Thursday. We're recording this on Sunday night. It's going to come out this Thursday. It's now been on VOD when you hear this for almost a week. But I do want to point out, if you haven't listened to it yet, we posted a two-hour interview on Monday with Marco <laughs> Kiris, who was Nicolas Cage's stand-in from 1994 through 2005, 19 films. We basically were like, hey, can, we, this. can yeah, we talk I'm to you stuck. for an hour? And we wound up talking to him for two and a half hours. It was the best. It's, it's so amazing. much fun. <laughs> he remembers everything, and he remembers everyone. Mm-hmm. And Mike and I just basically, would, we asked him, I don't know, probably 30 questions over two hours right. and he just oh, gave four or five minute answers for everyone like it was the That's best awesome yeah he's just like super generous with his time and like really willing to talk about everything and yeah answered like all of our questions so that was so great so check that episode out so if you do listen to that please just like let us know because i yeah. I, I mean even if nobody listens to it like i just love how much fun that was to just hear his stories and like you know to hear it back as i edited it so i really hope you listen i mean he's it's it's the decade of cage in terms right. of all the stuff that he was in so it was it was great so go listen to that you can go you can find this podcast that interview everything else we've done joe's episode of keanu club all of our episodes of zach attack all of that at cageclub.me facebook.com slash cage club and at cage club pod on twitter all of the shows on our network everything that we talk about at those three places I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Mike Manzi. And that was Joe, too. And we'll see you next time on Cage Club. <laughs>